0: Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Welcome to Convert Centra I'm Kevin Sidik Lim, the host of Convert Centra and I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Our podcast focuses on the challenges that Muslim converts face along their conversion journey to help Muslims from all backgrounds to find a strong foothold in Islam Follow our Instagram and LinkedIn page at Convert Centra and I look forward to sharing with you all the beneficial series we planned for the year For now, I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Centra Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to Comment Central. So alhamdulillah we've come to the conclusion of our series about gender. And let me just recap on what we've uh, gotten on our series for the past month of November. So we started off the series on gender by inviting Ustaz Dr. Fados Yahya to give a talk about what gender really was and the concepts uh, in Islam pertaining to gender. We talked about why gender is an unchanging concept in Islam and what are some aspects of gender that can be changed as time progresses in Islam. Uh, Furthermore, we also talked about the different roles in gender and how are we able to define a man as, as a manly person of, of, of female as a very feminine person we talked about this in the first two episodes subsequently we were joined by uh two uh guest speakers sharing with us their heroes uh we had a brother to share about their his his male hero and a sister sis jana to share about her female hero before talking about some of the reflections they have regards to gender, gender in our community as well so to cap it all off today uh, because it has been quite a big uh, series and a lot of learning points especially from the first two episodes right um, what we're going to do is that myself, my two co-hosts, Adini as well as Hafiza, we're going to share some of our reflections that we have uh, in this past series. And at the end of the episode, we also have be having an announcement for our December series. So do uh, check that out at the end, inshallah. So let's start off with the first question. Um, and I'll just post it to both of you. you guys can like choose who wants to answer first, right? Um, the first question is that, um, what were some of the perceptions we had towards gender coming into this series? And what were some of the things that you wanted to get clarified through this series?
1: Assalamualaikum everybody, Hafiza here. And thank you so much for asking that wonderful question to put everything into perspective, Brother Siddiq. So perceptions about gender coming into this series, I think as much as we have studied gender in our own time, in our own lessons, or whatever pursuit of knowledge that we have done, Every time we study a topic or we revisit something in uh, some form of field of knowledge, right? Whether be it in Islam or in our secular knowledge, we always learn something new, be it a small point or a very big point that is life-changing. So Alhamdulillah, even in this series, definitely there are pointers that have changed my life in a way or at least changed my perception of thinking. So just to go into that. I think my perception of gender when coming into this series was that um, for women, we have our own roles that we are supposed to follow. And I had very, what how do you say, it? it's very like um, uh close-minded or tunnel vision kind of um, traits, character traits that I, uh, personality traits that I presume that that is exactly what a good Muslimah should be like. And then if you are outside of this box, then you are no longer considered a good Muslimah. And hence, um, you must always be striving to be this particular set of personality traits. So Alhamdulillah, coming into this series, I have actually learned from not uh, the women episode, but actually the male episode, the one with Brother Sharif, because that's the one that I was co-hosting with uh, Brother Siddiq. I learned that. As we talked about how there are many different Sahaba and very many different prophets in Islam, that each prophet or each Sahaba actually exists for a reason. In the sense that they are there to serve as a story for the people of different personalities to relate to, and then to try and uh, serve uh, Allah and uh, worship Allah in a way that is best suited to their personality traits. Example: Abu Bakr radhiAllahu an and uh, Umar radhiAllahu an. So they are both. People of very different personality traits, but alhamdulillah, they are they serve as such great examples of uh, our sahaba in Islam, and we are able to relate to them depending on what kind of person we are. So similarly, when I looked at women in Islam, they are also of uh, women of different personality traits. We have um, the uh, wives of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, like Sauda, if I'm not wrong, Sauda, Sauda and she is someone who is a bit more reserved and she doesn't. Uh, talk as much in a sense, but Aisha Radulahu'an is someone who is very bubbly. So in the sense, when we were talking about these men in Islam, I also recalled the women in Islam and since Janna's episode just further reiterated this when she talked about how we are so blessed to have so many examples in Islam to look at and how knowledge in Islam is never ending. You can just keep um, pursuing knowledge more and more. So when I hear all this, I get reminded that my perception of gender shouldn't be fixed in the sense that I shouldn't ever think that I'm done studying this topic. We are always ever-changing in the sense of what we believe is uh, the truth or, or in the sense that what we believe is um, what we think is correct because we should always uh, continue searching for knowledge because sometimes we might be um, following the truth, yes, but there are certain things that can be nuanced even more, you know? So that's why we always... Uh, go back to different ustas and uh, try to find out more about the different fields of knowledge in islam so alhamdulillah i'm very glad to say that this series has benefited me a lot in the sense that now i am more i'm i'm more hopeful yes i'm more hopeful as a woman in islam that i do i won't be like a very bad muslimah because there's so many
2: women in islam to look up to not just one Past the time to the okay. Assalamualaikum everybody. So for me, right, um, it's actually been a very interesting year as so a Muslim here in Singapore. Um, for me, I know that like um, there is a maqam, that has been given to women. Like they have an elevated status in not elevated, they have a status in Islam. Like they have um honor has been bestowed on the females in Islam. But as a Muslim woman myself, uh, sometimes I get very confused why I don't feel that status. Um, and so I came into this uh, podcast just wanting to clarify um, and seek the knowledge to substantiate that belief that I already had. Right. So I think from the podcast, what I learned was that uh, we cannot misconstrue what our cultures have instilled in us to be the teachings in Islam. And I learned this from um, our conversation with Sisjannah right, that sometimes like, um, we misunderstand how our culture. Sorry, we misunderstand how um, you know certain uh, traditions have been implemented in our cultures, and we we think of that to be Islam when it's not actually. So since Jana said this very beautiful point during her sharing, she said that um, if you want to know how uh, we are supposed to treat women, we just have to go back to the teachings of our prophet. We just have to go back to the Quran. It can be as simple as that. Subhanallah. Like if you want to know um, the actual status of women in Islam, if you want to know the actual roles and responsibilities of men and women in Islam, you don't have to look very far, you just have to go back to the Quran and Sunnah and you will know that um, both these genders have been accorded um, equal responsibilities in different areas um, and their importance um, their importance and worth in terms of like the um, ibadah, um, in terms of like the amanah that has been bestowed upon the both of them, they're all equal in the eyes of Allah, inshaAllah. Um, so that's what I learned. I want to add on to that point. Sure. So well, Alhamdulillah
1: what you said really like took me back to the podcast recording and I think especially the first episode with Ustaz ya- Firdaus Yahya uh, he actually when you were saying how that we confuse culture or like cultural expectations with Islam I mm-hmm. think that's very true so I'm from an Indian Muslim background and uh, we have a lot of um patriarchal uh, customs lah. so it's very like um men should be given like a lot of respect compared to the women and then like as the men of the family they bring home the, the bread you know so the women have to immediately serve them food when they come home and when Ustaz Firdaus said this thing how as a woman in the house you're actually not obligated to cook and then serve your husband food when he comes home from work. I was very shocked, honestly. I did not know this beforehand. <laughs> and honestly, in my house, it's not say like a very um, not say like if you don't do it, then the the man will scold or whatnot. But it's like very normal, you know? It it becomes, it becomes like something as as normal as like breathing oxygen so that you don't really question whether it's part of Islam or not you just assume it to be so I believe a lot of um, sisters in Islam also uh, probably grew up in such an environment and then we tend to think that whatever we see around us is just the truth and that is exactly what Islam is trying to teach us I even have friends who are uh, in Islam and uh, subhanallah like they believe that uh, whatever that's happening in their family even though it is extremely deviated in the teachings of islam but it, because it has been um in, it has been influenced by the indian customs they it has actually pushed them further away from islam and may allah protect us from that uh, protect all of us from that and um always ensure that we are given the true sight of what is true in islam inshallah i mean and yeah so when he said that that it's not obligated, but the wife will do it anyway out of love for the husband. MashaAllah, it's so beautiful. And ex- that is exactly what Islam is about, right? Like to, to teach you about loving your brothers and sisters Islam, in Islam. And who can, who should you love more rather than your spouse? Uh, in Inshallah, for all of us. And I love how uh, he talked about you do it because you love your husband. And then your husband will also do things in return, even though it's not obligated of him it, in for love for the wife as well. So thank you for bringing up the point about the Trosset uh, uh, traditions. Yes.
0: <laughs> alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, SubhanAllah, if we were to encapsulate all of the points that we would, we have learned in the past few episodes, I think we will spend the whole night recording the podcast, subhanAllah. And, you know, essentially, um, I will first share about my uh perceptions of gender coming into this series and what I want to learn. I think this is a pretty special uh series where we didn't approach gender in terms of let's talk about women, let's talk about women rights and, and let's talk about just one gender itself. But we were blessed with the opportunity and some advice to explore gender in a in a spectrum on of, of men and women and everything that's in between their interactions, how their roles and responsibilities are not isolated but connected to each other. And and with that I think Alhamdulillah we're able to give a quite a good perspective. So I was here to really learn about how I can do better as a man by understanding my role as a man and, and in this, in this you know, uh, podcast, this series, what I've learned and what I hope that you know, this series can give the listeners is actually the guideline. Um, the reason why we started off with Dr. Doctor. Ferdows Yahya is that uh, he is the one that is able to give the guidelines um, of, of how we were to view certain issues in gender. Like, like he has mentioned, uh, in 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 a few podcasts, and like you guys have mentioned before, you know, um, what are what are the things that will separate a man and a woman? You know, there's a guideline for that. What are the things that will separate the roles and responsibilities for a man and woman? There's that's there, there's a reason for that. There's a guideline for that, and in everything in between. It's 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 so much for us to cover. You know, we, we we won't even be able to cover if all of our episodes were just about gender in a year itself, you know. But with this guideline, we are at least able to contextualize. The things we meet in our daily lives to help us understand how Islam views this issue of gender, and and with that, you know, we are able to come with, to a better perspective on viewing these issues. So um, that's what I learned. You know, when, when it comes to, uh, for example, for myself as a, as a man, how can I be masculine? Before that, I really thought like being masculine was being muscular, was being emotionless. You know uh and, and and all that associated with the ho- with the Hollywood kind of perception of what a man was, right? Uh I grew up wanting one thing to be Arnold Schwarzenegger and I still I still do, you know, uh, but not not in the same way anymore. And and now you, you learn that the guideline that was given was that the more he's able to fulfill his responsibilities and duties as a man, the manlier he is considered in, in Islam. And and then this is the guideline and it's up to us to apply it, it's up to me to apply it in my daily lives so that I can become a better man through that. So many things I can apply to, right? whether I'm a husband, I'm, I'm, I'm a son, you know, I'm a brother, you know, not just to my own siblings, but to everyone around me. So how can I fulfill that duties and responsibilities of a man that will make me manly, not in the eyes of other people, but in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and in, in the eyes of me trying to benefit my society and the people around me, right? So that's what we are, we've, we've, to, we've been trying to achieve with this podcast, and and i'm i'm happy that i'm able to get that kind of you know guideline for me to take away and learn from the podcast itself and you know moving forward we of course we're going to do this podcast next year, next year again this year is next year um and inshallah if allah permits but from now to next year um you know in our podcast itself we've discussed certain things that we 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 see are some potential issues with our community as, as hafiza has mentioned that you know um sometimes the difference the differentiation of culture and religion when it comes to the treatment of gender can be a confusing part in itself. The trick is not to reject culture or, or to completely accept it as religion, but to find the reason why uh, certain cultural practices are quite embedded within religion itself. And if it makes sense, after we have uh, researched and, and asked the relevant people, then inshallah we accept it. But if it doesn't, then inshallah we try to move away from them, correct? That's, that's the way that we should do it. And it depends on for every different situation right and that's this these are one of the things that we've we've, we've observed what about for for, for you guys uh, and Dini? what what have you guys observed that you guys think we should do better not just from the perspective of one gender but for both genders not just men but uh, men and women in our know, society you know community
2: I think um when we were recording the podcast I think uh I realized that in society today um we often fall into the trap of Going against each other instead of working together. Right. So I think Ustad mentioned uh, this that we should um, that it takes two hands to clap. And so um, if you feel like the other gender is not uh, maybe fulfilling the responsibilities or they're not um, living up to the expectations that they are supposed to be doing as like a Muslim, um, the first step shouldn't be to like attack them or like to hate on them or anything. Like it should be to think about okay, what is it that I can do to help them. And I think that's really, really lacking in our society. And even for me, like I I learned through these recording sessions that um, the first step should be to to try and understand where where they're coming from, maybe what is lacking, and then to um, offer the support that they need. So this is both for for men and women. Um, I think um, there is value in um, going back to what our religion says and, you know, how the Prophet treated, like, both genders, not just the women, but how a Prophet treated both genders, and then we see how we can fill in the gaps and then work towards a more cohesive and equal and loving society.
0: Alhamdulillah. I, I think, like, there were so many points of time in our three of us recording that we had, like, this, like, like wow moment, and realized that like this issue is not just like a men's issue or women's issue. Like, realize that oh, this is so broadly applicable to our entire community, right? So, if you're gonna solve a women's issue, then how, how can you solve it without working with the men to help? Like it's, it's on both sides, and we've, we've mentioned that Then that means for us men, we have the responsibility to also play a part in, in solving this issue. We have to work with women to help them to restore their rights, which will in turn also help men restore their rights, also. So, it's, it's such a beautiful solution that Islam has, has, has given us, right? And it's really up to us whether we want to make the choice as a community, you know, to start one by one deciding whether we want to do it together with them or not. You know, instead of just saying, okay, we see this, they are trying to do this and let me just avoid them. I don't want to be involved with them, right? Maybe we can work together, you know, and, and, and solve it together, inshallah. What about you, Habiza?
1: I think this is the perfect time to repeat the thing, this sentence that Brother Siddiq has said in, I think, every episode of this series. So, How can you expect and Aisha, or uh, Fatima, <laughs> and, and then you yourself, and Khadija, if you yourself are not uh, Abu Bakr Siddiq, or you're not an Umar, and you're not a Prophet, Rasulullah <laughs> level of character, so I think it's really about not just um, pointing fingers, and uh, looking at others, and thinking, why are they not behaving a certain way, which I must admit, I myself struggle with at times because I look around in my society, I feel like why can't there be more people I can look up to when I myself am not being the example that people can look up to. So before we try to um, be the person who judges, which uh, we shouldn't even be doing in the first place because as Muslims we are not supposed to judge our Muslim brothers and sisters because we are in no place to judge and the only judge and the most just is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so why are we even judging people right? We like what uh, what both of our my co-hosts have been saying we should be supporting each other and if let's say they are not in a place to accept our advice or uh, whatever we are trying to do to help them then it's just not the best time for them but we shouldn't be pointing fingers and we shouldn't be judging and we shouldn't be um, discounting their efforts if any so always try to work on yourself first I I, that's what that's my take from this and like um, look at yourself whether you are fulfilling the gender roles and inshallah if you have the capacity to do so then you look at others and you think of how you can help them but number one is I feel you should focus on yourself that's what I think yeah
0: Alhamdulillah, thank you so much, Hafizah and Dini. Thank you so much for your thoughts. I uh, really enjoyed being co-host with you guys on this series. Behind and let me just end by uh, summarizing this entire series into three uh, important learning points, and there, there are so many, but just these three, perhaps if we can take away and try to leave it in our, uh, you know, in our lives. Uh, starting from myself, perhaps we could have a better community to 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 discuss gender with next year when we do this series again. Right? The first one is as Hafizah has mentioned, it starts with ourselves. You know to truly become better Muslims who is who are more effective at, at dealing with matters of gender, we have to first seek the knowledge and become better Muslims ourselves when it comes to um fulfilling our duties and responsibilities that has been accorded to us based on our gender. That's 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 the number one. Number two, understanding that change only comes when you work together with people, not when you work um by yourself and, and only yourself and you isolate yourself towards a particular cause. Change cannot be brought about just by an individual's effort. And and this is something that we we, we really, really emphasize and we learned also throughout this entire series. And lastly, um, there is no one uh, particular uh, character or personality that we have to stick to in order to be an ideal Muslimin or Muslimah. um, Our personality can differ, but there are always common characteristics that make great Muslims, great uh, Muslimin or great Muslimah, and these are the characters that we have to pick up, and how we implement them within our personalities is something that we we can explore ourselves. And there have been so many uh, different templates that we can choose from, so many different role models that we can choose from, not just in the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi but also after, and also from the times before the Prophet Sallam. We had models of different uh, prophets and their wives as well that we can learn from. Inshallah, so. Uh, these are t- three big points that, you know, uh, I have uh, learned and also I think my co-hosts have learned throughout this a- entire podcast. And before we end this podcast, we'd like to give a special thanks to everyone who has come uh, to help make this series a success. Number one, Ustaz Dr. Fadal yahya for opening up our series for us and giving us such beneficial, insightful knowledge. Number two, uh, Brother Sharif, who has shared his uh, perception on gender with us and also his favorite story about Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Number three, Sis Janna, who has done the same. And SubhanAllah, we have each benefited uh, a lot from three of your sharings. And inshallah, we'll end this podcast with a short announcement. So in the month of December, uh, Common Central is going to do a series led by our volunteers. We've recruited a group of volunteers from our community and inshallah, they'll be in charge of producing podcasts and doing marketing as well as outreach uh, to, in the production of the podcast. So we will be posting instead of twice a week, once every Friday, uh, in in each week of december so we'll see you in december inshallah we're so excited to share with you the last four podcasts of the year before we wrap up and we, we prepare for the start of 2022 and inshallah we hope that you 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 can benefit from this podcast as much as we do. So let's end this podcast by reciting tasbih Farah and so to asr Allahumma bihamdika shadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wa al-asr innal insana la fi khudsi illa ladhina amanu wa aminu salihati wa tawassu ambil haqi wa tawassu ambil saman. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.